When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A to Z Sports. I am Zach Bingham. He is our Titans reporter, Sam Phelan, and we are A to Z Sports live in the morning on YouTube, on Facebook, on Twitch, wherever you may find us. We've got you covered, and we got you covered because of our sponsors, starting with our title sponsor, BetMGM. We love BetMGM. You see at the center of the screen every single solitary day. A-T-O-Z Sports. That is the bonus code. Get hooked up and get in on the action with BetMGM. Download the app today. Also, got to thank our presenting sponsors, including Krebs Kubota, three locations in Middle Tennessee. KrebsKubota.com, your Kubota dealer, your trusted Kubota dealer. That's KrebsKubota.com. Aura, Aura.com slash A to Z. They have you covered when it comes to those spam callers, and they can have those spam callers cease to exist i have signed up sam has signed up austin has signed up and even quite a bit of a to z sports viewers and listeners have signed up no more spam calls with aura wilson county hyundai quick trip down i-40 exit 236 your perfect making models right around the corner at wilsoncountyhyundai.com farm bureau health plans i switched my plan in the state of tennessee with over 200 locations you can switch your plan i'm really glad that i did i got better service and better coverage for a better rate that's fbhp.com slash atoz and the bone and joint institute state-of-the-art facility down there in franklin tennessee satellite locations all across middle tennessee don't fumble on your recovery visit the bone and joint institute sam let's get things going and talk about a tone setter i think the the biggest tone setter as we talked about it yesterday was kevin byard and we're gonna play a little kevin byard practice clip sam walk us through what you saw on the practice field how byard was interacting with teammates did he feel a part of the group was it one of those awkwardness hey haven't shown up what like give us give us the landscape of the Kevin Byard return, who's a big time leader on this team and on this defense? Well, I think the awkward moment, it, you know, if there is one, is reporters walk into the field, they give us the okay, you're good to go as these guys are stretching, like Kevin is right here, and every single reporter looked for number thirty one and immediately flocked to that side of the field and pulled out their phones and was like. He's here. Time to start recording him. Uh, so it, once Kevin got settled in, though, and you see him right here working with Amani Hooker during some of the individual period with the DBs in the secondary. Uh, but, Zach, no, I, I didn't feel like anything was really different. And Mike Vrabel uh, said the same thing after practice where he talked about Kevin and said, yeah, he looked like I expected Kevin to look look like everybody else and in the shape that he's supposed to be. He really didn't miss a beat and he was all over the place, brought a new energy to the defense that was kind of uh, felt from the sideline. I mean, these guys were going crazy on each and every play that Kevin and the secondary would make. And despite him not talking, uh, it did feel like there was 
kind of a breath of fresh air, a deep breath and an exhale from the Titans, the Titans defense, and some of these young guys or newcomers to say, okay, Kevin's back. We've got our group back together. Here we go. And he looked like Kevin Byard. Like he's a pro. We knew he'd come in shape if he was there. And that's exactly what we got. I expected to see him yesterday. And uh, very pleased to say that KB and the mayor is totally back and better than ever. Yeah, I think the the wild part about this story that was ongoing is what Kevin Byard represents as a player, a person, an ambassador of the Tennessee Titans and what he has. Look, do I, you know, do you blame the Titans for asking him to take a pay cut? I, I don't know. It's business, right? You don't know unless you ask, but I think it's who you're asking. And then, on the other side, the reaction that was Kevin Byard in the offseason basically telling them to get lost. I'm not doing that. Uh, you've asked the wrong person. That's not me. That was, I may, I'm not saying a surprise from Kevin Byard because nobody is expected to take a pay cut. Maybe it's some circumstance, weird circumstance, maybe uh, barring a situation. But Kevin Byard had done nothing to, I think, have that happen to him this offseason with a new general manager. It was kind of like a new guy comes in with some authority and he doesn't, I'm not saying he doesn't care about any of the individuals, but there's a pecking order, right? And Kevin Byard's at the top of the pecking order, right? Like he is the the leader. He is uh, the guy who's been impactful on this defense. And, you know, I think there was some uncharacteristic moves leading up to this of not reporting to voluntary minicamp. And I never, I never really thought that he wasn't going to show up yesterday. I just think it's, it's one of those things is how will it affect the relationship? And what it sounds like Sam is that it won't. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, so you make a great point, right? With Rand coming in, asking Kevin and I, you're of the mindset. I'm of the mindset. I think most people are of the mindset that Kevin doesn't owe the Titans anything. If you were going to ask 53 guys on the roster for a pay cut, Kevin should probably be number 53. Like he's not overpaid by any means. He makes a lot of money, but he is one of the best players in the NFL at his position. And he's the longest tenured member of your defense. Like probably he has, doesn't get the credit overall in the NFL either at that position. Right, no, right. But he he's put in his, his time, right? He's punched the clock. He's been at the very best. He hasn't really dipped in his production or his play. And as you mentioned, he represents everything that the Titans want to be. Uh, so he's a absolute pro at all times. So there's really no reason for him to take a pay cut. Rand can ask whatever. The question that looms, though, is what you said. How will this affect or how did this affect Kevin's relationship with the team? And even though he's on the field, I don't know if we can say for sure that it didn't have any sort of impact. Like, I don't know if it'll I don't think it will impact whether or not Kevin's a Titan in 2023. But does it create some hard feelings there or at least some a bad taste in his mouth moving forward? And we won't really know because we haven't heard from Kevin. Like he didn't speak to the media yesterday. I don't know if he's going to speak today. They, they were very clear. He'll speak before they break. I mean, they were very clear that he was not available. You'd think they have to make him available at some point, And then we'll kind of hear, 
or at least get to ask, you know, how intentional was missing OTAs? That's not something you've done before in your career. Oh, yeah, was there's a lot of questions. Of, right, and so there's a lot of questions that Kevin might answer and he might not even answer honestly, and I'm not sure we're ever really going to know. At this point, it's just nice to say and be able to have some confidence that he's going to be on the team and on the field week one because that was kind of the worry with him not being there is what happens if this is a holdout? What happens if, you know, this relationship really is severed? And while Kevin might have some hard feelings at this point, you have no reason to believe that he's going to let it boil into, you know, anything on the field or that he won't be with the organization. And the the last thing I'll say before we, we move on to what happened on the field in yesterday's practice was, you know, Hammer brings up lifelong. The Titans are kind of at a couple of crossroads. Now they've, they've already crossed the road on Jeffrey Simmons, right? They drafted him. He is a dominant player in the NFL. He's a dominant player in the league and they signed him to a long contract, right? They, they sealed him up. The other crossroads I think you have are Derrick Henry and Kevin Byard, which have meant so much in the last several years to the franchise. The identity of the offensive side of the ball, whether that was the right or wrong move to hit your wagon to the running back position, that's what has happened. And Derrick Henry has been phenomenal at that position last year of his contract. Then you've got Kevin Byard, who has been, you see 31 jerseys in Nashville and are they at a crossroads? I, I I don't know. I, I think everybody wants to have the John Elway, Jerome Bettis, Michael Strahan type of career to say this is the connection of city and player. Maybe that's in flux with both of those guys and definitely got started off with on the rocky road uh, this offseason with the, the pay cut talks. I do expect Kevin Byard to speak. I think that was a PR move by the Titans not to have that cloud mandatory minicamp to start yesterday. And so I expect him to either talk today or tomorrow. I actually, well, we'll see about, we'll see about Thursday because Mike Vrabel did move up his press conference to before practice on Thursday. Because he cuts ties and lets him leave. Yeah, exactly. So that, that might be what's kind of going down on Thursday, but so hopefully we hear from Kevin today. That's kind of like the fingers crossed. We'll find out as soon as I get into the, complex a little bit before noon uh, about whether or not the Titans are going to keep 30 make 31 available to the media after practice yeah so keep it locked on a to z sports follow us on twitter and all of our socials for that coverage whether it's Kevin Byard Derrick Henry the offense or the defense now we're about to get into what happened yesterday and Sam you were live there at practice and saw exactly what happened on the field who won who lost we'll hear from some titans players on their opinion on who won the day and who lost the day but first going to tell everybody about wilson county hyundai quick trip down i-40 exit 236 wilson county hyundai has your perfect make and model if you're in the market for a vehicle if you want to trade in your car trade in your suv for an upgrade the full-size suv talking about the palisade third row seating all the bells and whistles that's wilson county hyundai test drive one today family owned and operated from Payne Bone and that and his team 
Tell them A to Z Sports sent you. You get even a better deal. They've got deals on deals on deals, including the Sonata, the Elantra, the Santa Fe, the Tucson, even the Ionic, which is battery powered. So you got a battery powered vehicle in the Ionic, and the rest are fuel efficient. Visit WilsonCountyHyundai.com for inventory online. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. And if you use the bonus code at the bottom of your screen, A-T-O-Z Sports on the BetMGM app, you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Place that first wager, and even if it loses, you can get your money back in the form of a bonus bet up to $1,000. That's why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks and why you can make every play and every game mean that much more. A-T-O-Z Sports on BetMGM.com. All right, Sam, walk us through what happened yesterday and what a couple of these Titans were saying about the conclusion of practice. You know, when you go to practice, and this is kind of the cool part about the competition, right? This is what sport is. You're competing against guys that are on your team, but they want to win. They want to make the plays. And then they want to talk trash afterwards uh, in some regard. But you know, what happened yesterday, who won, who lost, and what did these players say? Well, for starters, practice is always very interesting to, like, grade a winner and a loser. And it's always because the pads aren't on and pressure up front, defensive line play, certain things. Like, it's hard to tell sometimes. Like, Malik Willis had a huge scramble, probably gained 30 or 40 yards, you know, on a, on a scramble that he escaped pressure. And we're all kind of sitting there being like, yeah, he gets sacked if, you know, you're able to hit the quarterback here and you have a Jacksonville Jaguars uniform on instead of a Tennessee Titans uniform. But yesterday was a day for the defense. Ryan Tannehill had some early hookups with Traylon Burks. Kyle Phillips had a very nice touchdown over the top to Chigakonkwo that confused the Titans secondary. Um, Some nice things about the offense early on. But I really felt like the defense reigned dominant uh, throughout most of the live period. Both Will Levis and Malik Willis under a lot of pressure early on with plays that were blown dead, throws that didn't necessarily get off. Ryan Tannehill had a few balls batted down. Kevin Byard stepped in front of Chigakonkwo, almost had an interception, had a great pass breakup on a third down scenario during the live period. Everything just felt very difficult for the offense. And that's kind of been something that I felt with the secondary is a lot of these balls are very, very well covered and the defensive energy off the charts, Zach, like you can feel this defense building their confidence and their energy amongst themselves off that sideline. Every play they're yelling to one another. They feel like they win each and every rep And coming off the field, they told us as much. You have Amani Hooker and Aziz Elshire talking to Titans media after practice saying, oh, yeah, that little practice out there, that live period, we won that. Like, we dominated that. Here are these two Titans defenders that came off with as much confidence in themselves as I had in them after practice. Who won today? Um, I guess we'll see the film, but I'm going to say defense for sure. (laughs) I've seen a lot of passes that QB had to tuck down and run, so he must do a good job on the back end too. Was it even close? (laughs) I mean, we'll see. I don't want to. I don't want to give a winner or loss right now. Yeah. I'm gonna always agree with that. <laughs> they might torture us a couple times. I still get off the field and tell you that. So, uh, I, mean, I would agree. I think this this is good competitive energy, which is what you want. You know, I was talking to the guys in the locker room after we just got done. Like, 
at the end of the day, like every single day you come in here, you compete and you sharpen each other. Uh, you know, tools, iron sharpen iron, and um, that's how we're gonna we're gonna be, you know, a winning team. So Zach, you hear that from those guys? Uh, you hear kind of the kind of takeaways coming away from practice that the defense dominated. And as Titans Kyle points out, there's no Fulton out there. There's no Elijah Molden out there. There's no Caleb Farley out there. And the Titans defense still comes away looking like a winner. How do you react to that saying, well, I wish we had those guys out there, but this group uh, has, is that an indictment of the offense or is that like a, a positive on this Titans D? Well, first off, we got our first iron sharpens iron quote, which is, it drives me nuts I you're think due that for that, what four or five of those a year I, like eye roll like cliche iron sharpens iron uh but and i think this is going to be a huge storyline you know throughout the next two days but really throughout training camp is the defense that good or does the offense suck like yep. I, i'm dead serious because when you are in practice Derrick Henry is not a threat. You're not tackling Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is your key piece. We've seen the bullets flying in live action. We know that 22 can tote the rock and score touchdowns. This is about defense versus offense, scheme versus scheme, player versus player. And I don't know. I think, you know, it probably... It will become concerning if this becomes a theme for all of the practices, especially, as you said, when some of the key defenders, not necessarily Farley, but you know Christian Fulton and Elijah Molden, if those guys aren't out there and Kyle Phillips and um, you know, Wiley and NWI and Chris Moore, like, they're not making plays, that's a problem. And that, yeah. But that is... That's what Titans fans feel. This is the Titans' fault that they feel this way because of the hope or lack thereof in the offensive skill position. It's just what they're dealing with. It's the worst wide receiver room in the damn league. The Texans have a better wide receiver room. And it, and it's it, it is what you said. Like you have to prove it. Like until we see differently. That is going to be the takeaway. Like reporters, the, the training camp, we can come away from all these practices saying, whoa, Tannehill hooked up with Traylon Burks. Look at Kyle Phillips looking like his old self. Racy McMath's making plays. Chris Moore, pretty good veteran. Like you can say all these things until you do it against another team in a regular season game. Nobody's buying it, nor should they. So that will always be, I guess, the dark cloud hanging over the defense, because I do think the Titans have a pretty good defense. We'll get more into detail about that unit, but it's hard to like take anything they do without a grain of salt because you're like, oh, well, who's he covering? That's important. And, you know, rightfully so. But that's where the Titans are, that until you beat an, an another NFL team for four quarters, you can't really have much faith in anything they're doing. Yeah. And. You know, it's practice, so we're talking about practice, but there is something to practice because this is, and we'll show this here shortly, is on paper what the Titans have on defense versus on paper what the Titans have on offense is very different. I think that 
you know, fans should be optimistic about the Titans defense. I think they've proven that they've got a defensive minded head coach. They've got honestly a defensive coordinator that has proved his worth and his value over the last couple of years of getting the most out of this defense and keeping the Titans in games. It's the lack of offensive firepower to have them pull away and win games. And they're going to start the season on a seven-game losing streak because that's just what it is. They're going to have to break that and win a football game. And, you know, I like that the defense is setting the tone, but I, Sam, wouldn't you sit there and say, I, don't you wish that we were talking about Kyle Phillips, you know, schooling a schooling Byard out of his jock and running to the end zone? So here's the here's the problem that I would like. Yes, here's the problem that I have with that. Zach is this kind of goes off of what I said that until you prove it, it doesn't really matter because it, like I can take my observations about an individual player, people that I think are standing out, people I think are making a name for themselves on the Titans roster and earning more opportunity for the Titans, but I think the fan base. If you had, I, if I said Kyle Phillips had eight catches in the live period, scored a couple touchdowns, and was torching the Titans' defense, what's the reaction? It's not Kyle Phillips is amazing. It's his defense must suck if they're giving. I up disagree. Touchdowns. I think it's a really? oh hell yeah. I think it's one of those that Kyle Phillips can be the guy. He actually can play. This was not fool's gold on that week one. You know, that week one was unbelievable for Kyle Phillips, but we didn't see him after that. So I think that's the excitement for Titans fans saying, wow, he actually, he's got this. This is just about availability. So I I, I actually adamantly disagree. The Titans fans and, and everybody looking at it knows exactly what the defense is. I think the biggest question mark is, do these offensive players, do they have the ability and if you said that Kyle Phillips caught two touchdowns, and this is this didn't happen, so I, this is a, hypothetical. If Kyle Phillips caught two touchdown passes and was dominant in a mini camp practice, I think that's a much bigger story than anything else that could happen on the defensive side of the ball of what we're talking about today. That much I think is true. That like in terms of like what is the biggest story, what is the biggest takeaway? Because like you said. The defense is, for the most part, proven, like, to at least be competent, right? Like, we, their pass defense has some issues. We know what they're capable of up front. We know what the defensive coordinator is capable of. They have players that are, you know, the Jeffrey Simmons, the Danica Watrys, the Kevin Byards that are veterans in this league that have done it year in and year out. So you know what you're getting from that group, at least for the most part. But the offense is the thing that everybody has a huge lack of confidence in. And so if the player does break out, I do think it's a bigger story. I just think you can't fully, but I don't think the fan base fully buys into that until they see it against the Vikings in a joint practice or on the field in a preseason game. Like, that is the difficult part about going against your own team is, well, can there really be a winner? Because if the offense wins, the defense loses. And that's not good either. So, right. uh, yeah. Well, and somebody's got to win and somebody's going to lose. So I, this this puts us into where we're going to get into to get the chat involved, which includes the defense. Let's take a look at this Titans projected starting defense. And 
you've got some new players. You've got, and this is a, just a projection and had a question in the chat about Harold Landry. Fulton did not practice, though he was uh, at the facility. You've got two new middle linebackers. You've got a sophomore year in Roger McCreary. You've got a new face in Sean Murphy Bunting. You've got Hooker and Byard to kind of stabilize the back half of the defense. You've got Autry and Simmons, which you know who that is. And then Key, this is the question that we're going to have. And I think it's a good question to start. Let's go. Let's start here first. What excites you most about the Titans' defense? We'll ask you a follow-up later on in the show, but what excites you most about the Titans' defense? We'll throw this back up on the screen real quick. For the Titans' starting defense, it can be a position group. It could be a singular player. It could be a scheme. It could be Mike Vrabel. It could be anything that you want. Really, nothing is off of the table. Sometimes we take things off the table. Everything is on the kitchen table right here. What excites you most about the Titans' defense? Sam, tell everybody the exciting part about not receiving spam calls anymore from our great sponsor, Aura. Well, it is exciting. It is a big relief. It's one of those little things in life, Zach, that you don't really appreciate until it's gone. Like, you don't appreciate how nice it is to not have spam calls until you're getting spam calls all the time and you wish it would just leave you alone. But with Aura, it's out of sight and it's out of mind. Uh, it takes just a couple minutes to sign up. You did it. I did it. Austin did it. You get on the Aura app. You punch in some information. You tell them exactly what it is that you're looking for. And they do everything to keep you safe online, including removing your information from different data brokers who sell your information to robocallers and telemarketers. So if you want to know why your phone is blowing up with spammers all the time, it's because your information is out there because anybody can find anything online. It's a scary place on the internet and you have to stay safe. So get with Aura. They've got that. They've got a VPN, a password manager. They can protect your devices from malware. Aura has it all for you to stay safe online, and it just takes a few minutes to do. You can get a two-week free trial with our code. You go Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Let them do the hard work and get a two-week free trial, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Ball night tonight. That's the NBA Finals, right? We got basketball back, which I love. And you can bet on that. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports, and you can get a risk free bet up to $1,000. It's a bonus bet that if your first bet misses and you're a new user and you use that bonus code ATOZ Sports, you can get that back. That's huge. So download the app today in your Apple or Android app store. The question that we asked, Sam, is what excites you most about the Titans defense? We put up the graphic and I'll let you kind of go to the comments and hear what everybody is saying, but what excites you most? Give me some positivity. I, I know we're, we're on the defensive side of the ball. We need to be positive. We're not on the offensive side of the ball and questioning. What is, what excites you most about this starting defense, which I think, look, there's some, uh, there's some newness to it at times, and but there's also some stability as we talk about Simmons, Autry, Byron, and Hooker, right? If you go those two key guys up front and those two key guys in the back, 
I think that sets the tone of what there are. There are question marks at times throughout, but the coaching staff and how the defensive uh, defense has performed in the past, I think should give Titans fans optimism of what they can do. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. I think overall people are excited about the defense and excited for a couple of good different reasons. Number one that Matt points out here, Harold Landry is back and, and that's kind of a forgotten name. He had 12 and a half sacks last time he played a full season in 2021 you kind of lost him in the shuffle a little bit and you still got Bayard. You still got Simmons. You got, you got Roger McCreary, but Harold Landry, a potentially game changing pass rusher coming back. Hopefully he's closer to the uh, hard with the ACL, right? Typically year two back from the ACL is where you really take that jump. The Titans would certainly like to see him make that jump immediately and not have to wait for 2024, but Harold Landry being back is exciting. Uh, we've got Mr. Jones says the front seven and the pass rush are his favorite part of it. Uh, Timothy says all 11 are healthy. Well, uh, Timothy, yeah, I don't know if Christian Fulton's heavy. Maybe but they will be, though. So that's for right fair. now. Maybe they will be. Yeah. I mean, I guess for right now, we are they're all healthy ish. So that's good. Uh, we've got younger cornerbacks from Stephen King. Uh, Frank says Roger McCreary, the pass rush from Titan Up, the Landry's return from Scott. Uh, Hammer says Key and Landry together, a sneaky explosive off the edge. Uh, don't forget Rashad Weaver out there and the depth that they have at that position. Uh, Landry being back from uh, Mr. Jones, a healthy D-line from Brad. The front seven, the pass rush, the D-line is scary. Key being better than Dupree from Steven. This is an interesting one that I also don't feel like is talked about very much. That if Arden Key can be better than Bud Dupree, how much are the Titans upgrading up front uh, in, in that sense as well? Outside of just getting Harold Landry back, you could be upgrading at both spots on the edge. Uh, the defensive line uh, is what we're getting overwhelmingly, that they can provide pressure on QBs. Big Jeff healthy. Bork. Very, very good comment here. People forget Jeffrey Simmons played through an injury for basically the second half of last season, was not himself, was toughing it out. And if he's healthy, do you get a more dominant Jeffrey Simmons up front? And now you've got other guys to sort of take the pressure off of him uh, on that defensive line. Eric says the DBs. Uh, Kedrick says a healthy Jeffrey Simmons as well. Jay says, Big Jeff, a double-digit a double digit sack season could be coming up. Uh, we've got the front seven with the two new pieces, referring to uh, those Aziz Alshire and Arden Key, uh, the linebacker and edge rusher. So uh, I feel like the D-line, fittingly so, Zach, right, is, is most people's most exciting thing. But where are you at with the Titans' defense? What gets you the most fired up? I mean – I have to agree with the chat in the sense of it starts with what fans missed out on on after the big contract of Harold Landry didn't see one single meaningful snap from him like yeah just cashed did see a lot of meaningful snaps from the two big defensive linemen and I think that's got to be my answer is it is what Jeffrey Simmons and Danico Autry and Tier Tart. I'll toss a little tart pop tart in there. I think 
what they can do up front to help the entire defense. It's kind of like, I mean, I mean, really, it's kind of like the commanders of what they're working with. Less money, a little bit less money than what the commanders are paying, but up front, those two individuals in Simmons and Autry, I think creates fear in the interior offensive line, and that creates fear in quarterbacks. It makes quarterbacks move. It makes quarterbacks uncomfortable. Them get out outside the pocket, and not everybody can do that. Some, some in the AFC can, but that's where Landry and Key and Rashad Weaver have got to do their part and seal the edge. But I, I'm going to go obvious, but I'm going to go Simmons and Autry. So I think, yeah, one of the my favorite things about that front four is the depth that they have. Because you bring, in, uh, bring up Tier Tart, who is really an elite run stopper. Could, you know, really work on his game against the pass and bring some, some pressure. But we know he can fill the gaps and plug a hole. And you haven't even really mentioned, when you look at this group, you look at this uh, defense right here, this doesn't show Rashad Weaver, who took a big step last year. It doesn't show Tier Tart who is one of the better uh, D tackles against the run in the league. So between these four guys and then those two depth pieces, you really have six in your front four that you feel confident in, uh, provided that they're all healthy. And I do think that is uh, a missing element of the puzzle up front as well. Yeah, I think I think you got to figure out. So your, your final answer, I've got – Simmons and Autry your yeah, final so answer is mine's gonna be a little bit off that like I'm not really gonna point to a specific player or a specific group mine is gonna be the total energy that I've gotten from the defense from the moment OTAs opened Arden Key is larger than life he walks into a room and commands attention, and he is unapologetically himself. I could say the same thing about Aziz Alshire or Sean Murphy Bunting. They are vocal, they're energetic and enthusiastic, and that has translated to the on-field communication and the sideline and the energy that I feel like has surrounded this defense in these early practices. And there's another guy, Chris Harris, the new cornerbacks and defensive pass game coordinator that the Titans added who fits that same mold. You will hear Chris Harris. He, he plays about 15 to 20 yards behind the safeties uh, or he stands there and watches from. He probably wants to play. <laughs> yeah. Right. He he's, you know, channeling his playing days, but he stands back there and watches and every single PBU incomplete pass, well-covered rep, He's screaming, oh, yeah, from back there and, and high-fiving and fist-bumping and shoulder-bumping guys. He brings energy, and, and he's got this super enthusiastic, hands-on coaching style. Between seeing and feeling Chris Harris back there, and then you've got Arden, you've got Aziz, you got SMB, and these guys are talking. You bring Kevin Byard back into the room. There is a culpable energy about the Titans' defense that you you feel – and that really, really excites me when you think about what this group can do. You look at the depth and you look at the confidence and on paper, right, how they, they've they got a pretty solid group on paper. And you say, 
okay, I, I can see how this defense can take a step and be elite in 2023. Yeah, I think look, nothing was off the table. Energy for the uh, entire defense is absolutely fair. I'll tell you one that I wanted to go, but I and I would have doubled this down from Monday. I really wanted to go year two, Roger McCreary. Mm. But I'm putting it's a, a good lot. One. I'm putting a lot of uh, uh, chips in. I think Roger McCreary year two. I'm expecting Alteron Werner type numbers. You may or may not know who that is because he doesn't really matter in the scheme of football. But in the Titans community, Alteron Werner is a known commodity, and he can have a four interception year. That's my. I think Roger McCreary could be a breakout that's i wanted to do that but i i didn't i went the safe route with simmons and autry and i'm i'm okay with that but it's a really good one because mccreary's going to develop into year two you'd think he he had he shined at times last year also dealt with some you know nfl rookie type of mistakes and issues hopefully he cleans those up but uh, i think adding sean murphy bunting allows Roger to move inside consistently, which is where he's more comfortable and better. In my opinion, he can do both, but I think he's better suited to play inside. And if he is playing inside uh, and he's better at that, then yeah, it could be the makings of a breakout season for him and creating some havoc and some turnovers. Yeah. Well, we have done one half of our question. You Look, you, if you have the good, you do the bad. If you got the bad, you got to have the good. What is your biggest question mark about this Titans defense? What is your biggest question mark about this Titans defense? Again, we're playing the same game. Everything is on the table. You can say whatever the hell that you want and back it up with whatever the hell that you think. This is the best part about A to Z sports. It's an opinion-based show. You've got an opinion. We'll read your opinion. What is your biggest question mark about this Titans defense? And we'll get to your answers and our answers. But first, going to tell everything about the zero question marks I have with my health plan. That is dental, vision, health, 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. Switch your plan today. I got a quote in 2022 and I... I switched. I saved 20% each and every month, which is a good chunk of change when it comes to a health plan. And I had no idea what it was going to be until I actually got in there and took the health, health assessment, got the quote, and I realized this is something I must do. A lot of people are realizing that day in and day out of what they must do because it makes logical sense. Better service, better coverage, better rates, they have all three for you. You've just got to check them out. I endorse them because I believe in them. We only endorse companies that we believe in. We do not lie. This is not tomfoolery. Aura stops spam calling. Farmborough Health Plans helps you in your lifestyle if you get sick within your plan and your family. That's fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. If you use the promo code at the bottom of your screen, ATOZ Sports, and place a wager, if it doesn't win, you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. 
uh, on your first bet. So use that code. It's ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app. And even if your first bet doesn't win, that money back up to $1,000 in the form of a bonus bet. Make every game and every play mean more with the king of sports books. That's BetMGM and BetMGM.com. All right, what's your biggest question mark about this Titans defense? That's the question we've asked. Here are the answers. Timothy says inside linebacker, Rice or Fulton. So Hammer, you're going to have to make a decision there. Injuries from Taylor, which has haunted the Titans the last couple of years. Health of the secondary with Titans Kyle. Injuries from Brad. Corner depth from Amar. Elijah Molden in general from DeSauce Boss. Uh, Richter goes with injury concerns as well. Chemistry between new players and OGs from Mr. Jones. Cornerback depth from Jared. The health of the defensive backs from Jay. Ethan says the secondary. Caleb Farley, as always, from Matt. Health from John. Uh, Let's see here. Farley coming in from Rooney. Can they stay healthy? Can they stay healthy from Steven and David? Middle linebackers. Bork Borkentine is health. Uh, WTF is Caleb Farley. It's not maybe what the F, but where the F, because Caleb Farley did not practice um, from yesterday, um, as we do know. And, you know, linebacker depth, inside linebacker from Titans Rossi, Fulton from Scott, uh, Landry's health, you know, nothing but health, staying healthy, healthy, unknown common uh, commodity at linebacker. Fulton, a ton of different answers and good answers from the chat right there. Sam, do you go with one of the two that the chat have said, which is health first and foremost, or inside linebacker, which was second, I think, on the list of concerns, but health was the runaway from the chat. Yeah, uh, I go with the chat. I I think it's the health and specifically the health to the secondary. I'm going to leave Caleb Farley out of it, though. Like, he's not a question mark to me. He's not like he's not a concern to me or a question mark to me. Like, I I know what Caleb Farley is. He's injured. I don't expect a ton out of him in 2023. Like a a spinal issue. It's a very, very serious issue. Spinal? Yeah. (laughs) That's a Mike Tyson quote. Spinal? Have you uh, ever heard of the? Have you ever seen the Mike Tyson? I broke my back in spinal. I haven't seen that. That's uh, you sound YouTube just like it him there, though. young young man. Afterwards, you will be very entertained by the interview with Jim Gray and uh, Mike Tyson. So that, that was my side. Job. That was good. I liked the I liked your impression. Uh, it's it's about two guys. It's about Christian Fulton and Elijah Molden, the guys that we mentioned not being out there. Um have had soft tissue issues. There's no way of kind of saying it otherwise. Christian Fulton's always dealing with a hamstring. Elijah's always dealing with a groin. Mike Vrabel says they have to find a way to train. Singled out Christian Fulton and said he's got to find a way to train and get healthier, build the callus. He's not at OTAs, working with a private trainer, doing things in his own way. Now he's at mini camp in the facility, but he's not on the field. So like, this is a question mark of what the heck is going on with Christian Fulton and can him and Elijah Molden actually stay healthy for, I'm not going to say 17 games. That's an unrealistic expectation, but can you get 14 or 15 games out of both Fulton and Molden? If you can, I really like your depth. If you can't, then the chat has a point of what is their depth at secondary right now outside of like 
Trey Avery or uh, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm kind of lost. Chris Jackson is the other guy, I guess, that has been subbing in when Fulton's been out. But that's who you're looking at of being your go-to guy that's next up, which we saw last year was a problem. When the Titans got banged up defensively, they started to give up explosive plays. They need these guys on the field, and that is the biggest question I have. You're going with health. I'm going with the other one. And I was going to go with the other one. Uh, and it's kudos to the chat itself uh, or team awareness. You know, you're like self-awareness. This is team awareness from the fans in the chat. Inside line backer. You talk about depth, Sam. Where's the depth there? Who is Monty Rice? Yeah, I'm. well, I mean. Good I, question, right? Aziz Alshire did not was not like the force that was to be reckoned with for the San Francisco 49ers linebacking core. Let's just be honest. Like you're dealing with guys that once again, like the offense, need to step up. That's the biggest concern on this team. Health is health. Everybody's going to be dealing with that. So I'm not discrediting that you can say that. Everything was on the table as I referenced. But let's talk about the facts. Let's talk about on paper what we know and what we don't know. And what we know is not a lot about the inside linebacker group. And what we don't know is a lot about the inside linebacker group. That's my point. I feel good about Aziz. I think he, his speed, his ability to play sideline to sideline and get outside the hashes will fit well in their defense. I think he has enough of a body of work from San Francisco to give fans confidence in him. He was just playing in a linebacker core that didn't allow for it's a ton of opportunity. Fault. I'm not saying it's Aziz's right. fault. I mean, I feel okay about him. Monty Rice is a good one because Monty Rice, I think, got better last season and showed a lot against the run. But you're going to need him to be able to drop back into coverage. And what can Monty do against the pass is a big question mark. He has to take his game to another level to be a 17-game starter. And the depth is very unknown. It's Chance Campbell, got hurt the entire year last year, didn't see him. Jack Gibbons, who was okay, but an undrafted free agent a year ago. And Luke Gifford, and uh, Ben Neiman, two guys that really have lacked opportunity elsewhere and have been primarily special teams players that uh, now are looking for more of an opportunity in the Titans defense. But it's very unknown beyond that. So Monty Rice's ability to be a three down backer will be consequential, I think. So I, th- I think that's a fair one to be concerned or at least have some questions about. And I, that's, I think... You know, I, I look at what the question represents, and I think that's why I came to that conclusion is what is my biggest question mark is the singular biggest question mark because we don't know. They could be superb. Monty Rice could be the next coming of David Long Jr. I don't think that's going to be the case, but it may. I, I don't know. Uh, Aziz may come in there and be the leader of the defense, like straight up. Usually the middle linebacker communicates calls the defense. I don't know how it's going to be organized. Do you see green dots on the helmets, Sam? Uh I don't. Yet. Right, so they may have not yeah. they have not may have not uh, selected those yet, but that I think is a telling sign to to say who maybe has earned that. But that I think is the biggest question mark on the defensive side of the football for 
for me individually going into a a year that you feel confidence in the defense, but if we're looking for question marks, I think we've gotten both of them correct with health and inside linebacker. If I made you pick between the two, like is it can Aziz be the leader of the defense and be David Long's replacement a bigger question mark or can Monty Rice cover? Like which one is like the bigger one for can you? Can Monty the Rice cover? Yeah, I think so too. I think it's important. We saw it with Dylan Cole, right? Dylan Cole was great against the run. Dylan Cole couldn't cover. And, you know, when you forced him into a bigger role than he was cut at, like meant to have on your defense because of injury, Evan Ingram had his way with him. Like, like there was a lot of guys that, that, you know, torched up Dylan Cole a little bit and you hope Monty Rice doesn't have the same fate. Yeah. You hope that. And, Whew, there's a lot of pressure on this defense, Sam. And there's that's just what it's going to be. I think the good part is they've got good coaching and other facets of their team, right? You talk about even Stonehouse. That's a good facet of a football team that is not a score, 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 score offense, which they're not. They're going to be punting, right? And so it's field position. It's playing the same titans football that they've been playing the last several years but the fact of the matter is sam is that besides that seven game stretch where they lost all of those games that style of football has won in the regular season sure yeah right yeah i mean we're not yeah. we, we yeah. know what the playoffs are yeah so uh look i think all good answers i think uh, all smart, educated answers today. There was no, and sometimes you have these shows, we don't set it up where, again, it's not, I just figured out what my shade was. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, there we go. You know, uh, when you, we, I have, you know, when you have shade, and this is going to drive right into it, but you know, when you have shade and you don't text yourself what that shade is uh, it on happens like a to Monday. Me. It happens to me literally every week. I sit here on a Wednesday. I sit down in my chair here. I look at the camera and I say, we got to throw some shade. What do I want to throw some shade at? And I'm like, well, there was a lot that made me angry this week, but I, I, I can't put my finger on it. And then I there uh, was one in particular and I just grabbed it. I'm going to text myself real quick. So I don't forget about in the next 15 seconds. All right, I that got would be, it. That would be all time if you forgot about it over a 15-second period. That'd be pretty funny. Would that be – that would be considered uh, – what, what amnesia? What is amnesia? Amnesia is forgetting – yeah, it's forgetting things, loss of memory. Amnesia. Yeah. Loss of memory. So it would be yeah. a form of amnesia. First, yeah, I would agree. It's. I'm not yeah. going to have that happen because I wrote it down. Let's get to shade, and we want the chat to get to shade. So we are throwing shade. Throw some shade in the chat. We will read your shade. But, Sam, tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute and how they should not fumble on their recovery. You talk about health in the Titans. You got to be healthy yourself to watch this show and to continue on and, and watch Titans football. You can't fumble in your recovery and you have to know who to trust when you get injured. And really the one people that the people we know you can trust is the bone and joint Institute. They're the region's destination for comprehensive and orthopedic and sports medicine care at bone and joint out in Franklin. Whenever you get hurt in life, uh, you can go to the bone and joint Institute who have over a dozen specialists who can help you through any type of injury. They have a state of the art rehab facility on their campus 
to assist in your recovery and their facility has everything under one roof. That makes everything more convenient for you. I'm talking a clinic, testing, imaging, rehab, surgery. It's all in the same place. No driving from point A to point B to go to this appointment or that appointment. You can just go to the Bone and Joint Institute and know that you're taking care of there. So schedule your appointment with them. This is the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care at boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Get in on the action. Ball night tonight. You got game three, and you got big time matchup between the Nuggets and the Heat, tied one at one. This, you know, you want a good series when you don't have the I- iconic teams like the Lakers and the Celtics and those, t- but you've got really good basketball with Jokic and Jimmy Buckets. Uh, this is this is going to be dynamite. You can get in on the action, whether it's the over-under, whether it's the spread. That is BetMGM. Download the app today. All right, throwing shade time. It's that shade day. Let's go, Billy. No, I did not smoke anything this morning. I didn't wake and bake, if that's what you're insinuating. Uh, I did not. Um Short, we talk about short-term memory loss. Let's go to Shade. Uh, Shade, all the road construction in California. That sounds miserable. I don't know. I haven't been to California in a long time. I would like to travel down from San Francisco to San Diego. I wanted to do that, and then COVID hit, and then I was like, hell no, I'm not stepping foot in that state. They have like a a train that does that, that I think would just be like an awesome train ride. But I I think, you know, doing the drive might be better because you could like stop at beaches along the way. stop at beaches? Here's one thing that I've always wanted to do in California, and I will do, is you get a convertible. No, I I wouldn't get a Jeep. I'd get a convertible, right? Yeah. And you drive down and you stop at like Manhattan Beach or whatever that historic, and and I'm not familiar with California, to be honest. But I think it's Manhattan Beach where you could play outside basketball. I want to do that. I want to play pickup ball outside and see how I can hang. That's what I want to do. Um, Yeah, that'd be a that's like the ultimate California experience, right? Beach basketball, get some seafood, and then you're just cruising with the top down. That's that sounds like a lovely road trip. (laughs) Play good defense, get rebounds, and try to knock down shots. That's that (laughs) is that is my. So I'm not trying to cross anybody over, trying to set good screens, pick and roll, and make buckets. Mr. Jones says, shade on NCAA for giving Southern Miss the hosting site over Tennessee. That was intriguing. Could Southern Miss run the table and go back-to-back-to-back Mississippi schools winning the national championship? I don't know. Tennessee's playing good baseball. I will say that. Karen says, shade at doctors who made uh, wait an hour and a half uh, for an appointment that's no fun shade on the sec doing eight conference games shaking my head there's big 10 jeff bitching and moaning about the sec again surprise surprise jared says shade on mr jones for blocking him after he called him a fed <laughs> a federal agent i guess that's what that means johnny yeah. lee goes the pga shade on the pga knew we were gonna yeah. get this shade on the titans being happy with the receivers they have uh, shade. Uh, well, we won't read that. There's political in there. Um, let's see shade on ran for the fact that they haven't signed 
Nuke, Nuke Hopkins, who is, is AKA D Hop, who's AKA saying, DeAndre Hopkins, who is AA, AKA not Nuke. Every time you say Nuke, they tell us that you're saying it wrong. And is it Nuck or Nyuck? Uh, like, because they've no, told I you before. Nuke. I thought it was, it looks like Nuke. It I should think be. That Nuke. also solidifies that it's not an effing nickname. It's a dumb nickname if nobody knows how to pronounce it. Jason says, shade of people trying to save seats on the airplane. It's a tough scene, you know, and I'm okay with it. Here, I got, I'm on a plane tomorrow. Get there early. I, I fly Southwest. So, like, I'm in the A group. So, I get my seat. I'm, you know, but I also understand that. I, that I'm going to have to do that later today. Is that bad that I'm going to have to do that later today? Save seats. Yeah, I mean, I'm on Southwest. If you later save tonight. a middle seat, it's fair. Yeah, you're not saving a a window uh, and a mid, and an like, aisle and an aisle. No, but I'm flying with my girlfriend, and we're not. We didn't buy a reservation together, so we both had to, you know, get in our boarding group. We're 20 people apart, so we might have to, like, you know, save a seat. Is that bad? I don't know. I, I didn't realize that was a big problem. Um. This is pretty good. Devin says shade on his ex-wife and then shade on Sam rooting for the White Sox over the Cubbies. Both have questionable character. Oh, come on now. <laughs> come on now. Wow. Sam's favorite team is equal to Devin's ex-wife. And we yeah, don't know I mean, that's, ex-wife, but that's funny. What did the White Sox do to Devin? Like they, they're, as much as it pains me to say, we're too irrelevant to be questionable character we're just we're we're hanging out we're i'll endorse this jason says sh- shade on sonic driving for 30 dollars plus worth of cold food sonic has gone downhill in the last 15 years i think most fast food restaurants have gone down in the last 15 years because people don't want to be there and don't care right they, yeah. they don't care so they're not going to do what is necessary. All right, Sam, do your shade, and then I will do my shade. Yeah, my shade is airplane-related, airport-related, because you said you're flying tomorrow, I'm flying tonight, and I'm going to have to deal with it, and nothing, nothing gets me more angry than the people that, A, recline their seats. If you recline your seat on an airplane, prison. Straight to jail, prison don't recline under any circumstance it's an inch i promise you it doesn't make that much of a difference it just makes the person behind you's life that much more inconvenient especially when they are a tall bigger person like myself that needs their personal space i don't want you laying in my lap number two if you stand up before it is your turn to get off the airplane jail what do you what are you doing you where are you going you're not going anywhere I agree with both. I think there are certain circumstances that I have been on, like flying home from Vegas, where I did recline my seat because I had a health issue, if whatever you want to label it as, because I was hungover. (laughs) I don't do it. I don't do it consistently. But one out of maybe 15 to 20 flights, well, I fly more than that. So, but a very small percentage, but I need to be in a bind to do that. Otherwise I do not. So I agree with that. And then, yeah, the stand up, 
Some people, you know what I do? I sit, I usually sit on the aisle. Yeah. When people, it's Walk hilarious it. when you could see the people next to me, like chomping at the bit, trying to stand up. And I basically like, we're not doing this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, it doesn't, I don't know how you can have that little awareness. If you are, and this is the one exception. If you have a connection that you are running late for and potentially going to miss, I don't have a problem with you standing up, trying to rush off the plane and making it known to most people, I'm going to miss my connection, then you're fine. But if you're just doing it because you're like, I sit down, Zach, like if I have a movie on, on my phone or whatever I'm doing, I will stay watching my movie after the plane has like stop moving after the lights have come on. I'm like, it's going to be another 15 minutes before I get to stand up. Why would I rush? Like, I'm not going to be chomping at the bit. It does me no service. So those people stink shade on them. I know there's going to be a couple today that are just going to grind my gears. So, well, best of luck in your late, you're a later afternoon flight. So you really need good luck that it's not delayed because you never know yeah. what's going to happen there. I'm going to get to my shade, but first going to tell everybody about Krebs Kubota. Krebs Kubota is the elite Kubota dealer in Middle Tennessee, Columbia, Franklin, Murfreesboro. They have sales. They've got service. They've got supplies. The best equipment in the industry is Kubota, and you need to go to Krebs Kubota. Like I said, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro, large selection of inventory in stock at all three locations. They believe in customer satisfaction. It is rooted in outstanding parts and service. they got a great service department. So if you are in the market for a Kubota and you're looking for a Kubota dealer, Krebs with a K, you see at the bottom of the screen, Krebs Kubota, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. Visit them online at KrebsKubota.com. The show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets with that bonus code ATOZ Sports on BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line, 800-889-9789. All right, here is my shade. And it's kind of weird because what I remembered was I was about to say something in the uh, of the, we didn't have any big arguments or like um, disagreements today because that's just not how the show went. The show goes how the show goes. Uh, it's not scripted. It's not set up for, you know, us to, to yell at each other every single day that happens organically. And I was like, we're not skip Bayless and Oh wait, no longer Shannon Sharp. So there's, there's kind of a half, there's an applause for Shannon Sharp. And anytime you get to throw shade on that loser, skip Bayless, you know, that whole show is, a, I feel like, about to tank because I don't think they're going to be able to replace Shannon Sharp, who I think fit the mold with whatever that show was to go back and forth with Skip Bayless. I think the majority of America thinks that Skip Bayless is a loser. He's a fraud. He's a hack. He's paid too much. All He has too much power at Fox, all that other stuff. But... My, that's my shade is on that show in general is now what they're going to do is just go to the service wheel of Fox and throw LaShawn McCoy in there, throw Joy Taylor in there, throw Nick Wright in there. And it's just going to be trash, trash, trash. 
and the show is going to tank. So it's kind of like good shade because I do think that the the the, the shade is on the show because it blows. But good for Shannon Sharp for finally getting fed up with that hack of a host named Skip Bayless that just tries to bait and argue for no reason and not saying what he means and meaning what he says. That's so, where I lose respect. Did Shannon, he quit? He stepped away? Yeah, he did. Well, I mean, I, I knew they were looking for a replacement, but that, that's the second host that has kind of, I mean, Stephen A did the same thing where he was like kind of wanting to go the other way from separate himself from Skip as much, much as possible. So, And uh, I never watched that show. Like, I'll be in take. it. I'll be honest, I didn't watch that show show so much that if I left in the middle of the day for a meeting and it was on, I would change it so my dog, Tuxedo, wouldn't have to hear that trash. That's I, how much I disliked it. I just see the clips, which is kind of what they're trying to do, right? Is the clips. Uh, but it is weird to me. I've sat in a barbershop before that has it on. I'm like, people sit down and just like watch first take. Like, Some that's people insane. watch it. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. All right. Well, that's shade. That's a good show, and we've had a couple of good shows there, Sam. And we got practice today. Keep it locked in on A to Z Sports and all of our social media handles, including Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Instagram. Uh, we've got the YouTube Shorts going. We've got great practice coverage all day today. We'll see if Kevin Byard speaks to the media, which I think you know. I think that could be telling of what he says and the questions that are asked. And on Twitter at A to Z Sports. Like the show before you go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. It is very simple. It is very easy, and it doesn't take any effort at all. We're trying to climb the road to fifteen thousand subscribers as our community grows. Our community is awesome. They were awesome today. So continue, continue on. A to Z Sports.com for all of Sam and all of our other writers' content. And we will see you bright and early tomorrow morning at eight a.m. Adiós.